Hey, I want to take you behind the scenes of something really exciting. It was a $247,000 launch that I helped uh, one of my clients do. And up today was pod- on today's podcast, I want to take you through three main things that made this just an absolute home run. And I want to share with you those nuggets today. Welcome to Storytelling Secrets. This is the podcast for coaches, consultants, and course creators who want to unlock their core stories and use their stories to sell more online. It's a place to master persuasion and influence so you can build a deep relationship with your audience. And it's a place where real-world marketing strategies, tips, and lessons are shared freely. If that interests you, then you're in the right place. Hi, I'm Jules Dan, and I've battled my way from being a broke group fitness instructor to a full-time, in-demand, freelance email copywriter. Now, I'm ready to get to work. Follow along on my journey as I share my everyday hard-won lessons. I'm Jules Dan, and this is Storytelling Secrets. Hello, welcome back to Storytelling Secrets. Hey, I'm your host, Jules Dan. I'm excited. It was a good week. It was a good week. Um, so, <laughs> uh, one of the clients that I've helped recently, we knocked it out of the park. Uh, it was a really good launch. It was $247,000 in sales. Uh, the guy, it was during Facebook when Facebook is uh, really just, how do I describe it? <laughs> Okay, I won't be too vulgar. It's pretty much six times more expensive than it was six months ago when this guy was doing a launch. So he was paying 30 bucks an opt-in and he had no affiliates this time. And so I try to set the expectations before we got started. I'm like, look, you know, no affiliates, expensive ads. Uh, it's probably not going to be as big as last time. Um, and last time he did roughly 250K with affiliates though. So that means... Almost half his revenue is he gives it to his his uh, promoters. Um, so naturally, I was super stoked when we heard the great result, and I'm going to bring him onto the podcast probably in like a month or so because he's just busy fulfilling now. But um, other than that, uh, you know, it's not just me here to to gloat and brag. I wanted to bring some goodness and some nuggets to you so you can take this away. Okay, so what? Oh, how am I going this? Okay. Well, basically, it was a really good promotion. I didn't write it from scratch. I came in there to polish things up, to re-edit it, to put some fresher angles, to adjust the strategy just a little bit, and it worked. So, I want to show you some of the things that uh, that worked really well, that I think would work really well for you. Okay. I'll give you a bit of the context. So, the way it all worked is that it was a bit of a convoluted launch, but... I just wanted to follow the client strategy. So there was a sign up. Obviously, there was like some Facebook ads to sign up, some promotions, some teasers. Then, which went led to a promise of a three-day live training. There was technically no pitch at the end. It was just get up onto the VIP wait list and uh, then you'll find out about the product. Like the guy knows what he's doing. He That's what he does. He sells from stage. So... Um, not slamming that, but like a bit of a, a bit of a long process. Um, but basically, what I'm trying to say is that the people with him for a while, they had a lot of contact with him, they got to know him, they were pretty aware of what's going on. And so, the first thing I did, or we did, we made sure is that on the top of the sales page, and all the way, I've got three tips today that's going to really rock uh, 
next time you write a sales page for a launch, okay? <laughs> Probably should have prefaced that, but this is going to help really drive the sales. Now, going back to what I said before, this is a very aware market, a very aware audience. They know what's going on, okay? So, how many times have you ever opened up a sales page and you just like scroll, 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 and you hold like the little thing on the sidebar all the way down the bottom and you like read the price and you're like, nah, close. <laughs> well, obviously, I didn't want that to happen. So, a lot of the strategy came down to warming up the audience with the emails. But that's not what this podcast is about today because uh, I think you're a bit sick of maybe the emails for a while or I, can, I can't shut up about it. But the first thing I did was that I realized that the reason why I was doing that, you know, scroll, scroll, scroll is because I had no investment, right? I had no trust in who the person who sent me those, who's in the past when I clicked on their sales page where you just scroll around at the bottom. But for these people, they're really invested, they really trust, um, they really trust my clients. So I thought, you know, it'd be a good idea if they're that hot and heavy, let's just leave the buy now button at the very top. That's what we did. So when they're really aware, you can be a bit more direct when they get to know you. It's sometimes this is just simple as here's a click, click, click the link, buy now. It's as simple as that, okay? So you really have to gauge, like if this was a Facebook ad with a cold audience going to, you know, like uh, <laughs> a $1,000 product, probably wouldn't work as well, okay? But it would work well with, say, like a $7 product. But anyways enough for this i'm going to be oh that's going off too much on a tangent but um the second thing i want to bring up with so the first thing is to make sure especially if they're really aware you just want to send them to a link buy now make sure that button buy now is at the top the second thing is that i led with the promise and a guarantee in the at the above the fold basically so not quite in the headline in the sub headline underneath that okay and i'll read it to you so uh in the next 10 minutes i'll show you how hundreds of coaches course and, uh, course creators and entrepreneurs just like you have finally escaped feast famine revenue cycles in the online business using this secret system okay so that's a promise okay i'm not saying you have feast famine problems i just said how these people highlighting proof credibility hundreds of other people and in the next 10 minutes so they're gonna know like all right 10 minutes i can do that is that making sense? Uh, and the next pit is uh, the next line is where I bring the guarantee. So the best part is I'm so confident in this selling system. You, if you don't make back double your investment, I'll happily refund you. Okay. So not bearing it, straight away. There's a promise. There's proof. There's a guarantee to get people interested to read past the first two minutes, even less than that, the first minute. So I think that is really critical and that's what the sales letter didn't have last time and we did it this time, okay? The last thing I wanted to bring up and, and this is super critical and I felt so natural doing this and I felt really nostalgic because when I was first writing email copy, I didn't know how to write emails that sell but my mentor told me, go look at my sales letters and have a look how I bring up objections and solve objections. I kind of want you to do that with emails. And so I was like, all right. So I got to work handwriting those emails. This is like several months ago. Several months. This is like a year and a half ago, nearly two years ago I started doing this. 
Um, and then that's how I got my, that's how I designed my own structure for writing emails itself. Um, and then when it came to writing this sales letter, I was like, great, I know exactly what to do. And it was pretty straightforward. It was okay. So I'm going to bring up an objection and then I'm going to solve it with proof. And the cool thing about a sales page is that you can use photos, you can use video, you can use, you know, just a caption, but you can be a bit more designy and grander with your proof, okay? With email, it's like, it can disrupt the flow a bit, but um, what, I'll give you an example of what I mean by bring up an objection, solving it with proof. So, oh, there was this one, st- so I have this really cool talent, I guess, of what just, just brainstorming all the things that might go wrong. <laughs> I don't know, it's like my grandma's from Ukraine and stuff and she came from the war and she always catastrophizes and my mum always catastrophized and I don't know, this is like, I, I think I journal on this, it's like, I try to turn this weakness into a skill, uh, into a benefit and um, if I toot my own horn, I, I just know what what holds people back and when I was on the call with the client, I'm like, does this, do people, do people ever say that they complain about they don't have a big enough audience size? Like, no, not really. Like, well, that's definitely an objection. Like, because he's helped all these big influences from selling from stage. I'm like, but he's trying to help people who might not have a big audience. So I'm like, well, I need to bring this up in the copy. And he's like, okay, well, what are you going to do? I said, this is what I did. I wrote, it's a system that's not just reserved for big influencers with large audiences. This system has helped hundreds of everyday coaches, course creators, and entrepreneurs, people like, and then I just tied in the proof. And the proof was really good, by the way. So if you're making claims like that, <laughs> make sure you back it up with real proof. Otherwise, uh, you know, don't say Jules told me to do it. Like this person had solid testimonials with proven results, like money quantitative results not just he or she was awesome um you know what i'm talking about oh he was amazing best testimonial so he was amazing it was just he got me so much clarity oh just highly recommend him to everyone i wouldn't do that so oh man i can't tell you the testimonial unfortunately unfortunately not yet not yet will in a month it will in a month okay Another one as well is that I would bring up objections in the subhead. So subheads, subheadings, subheads, they're basically enlarged text that are bold and they're meant to stop the scroll. Um, And one of them I wrote was the whole way through, I just thought of these little, you know, what are people thinking in their heads, why they won't want to move forward. One of them was, however, I understand, so this is right after I give them the first few pieces of proof. I know they're still skeptical. I know they're still cynical. I know they're still like, why should I trust you? So I wrote, right after I give them three banging testimonials, I say, however, I understand you may read these good news stories and feel like your situation is different. Maybe you've heard all these big promises from gurus before but the business building course hasn't worked for you. If you do, I want to show you that it's normal to try something new and not be successful with, especially with all the misinformation and bad advice out there about how to sell your courses. 
It's easy to start guessing yourself. It's easy to feel overwhelmed and confused. And frankly, it's easy to start comparing yourself to other success and feel deflated. But you're not alone because... And then I go into the next thing. Dozens of... And this is the big subhead. Dozens of online entrepreneurs I speak to go through all... Go through very similar challenges when it comes to selling the online programs. Like it just all flows into each other. And I'm, I'm letting them off the hook by basically saying... Look, it's not your fault because... Look, one, it's okay to try something and fail. And two, there's just terrible advice out there. So, I mean, it's normal. So, always, what I'm trying to make the point is, like, if you're trying to create your own DIY sales letter, and you might be following some template out there, um, and they might say, okay, do this, step one, do this, step two, do it, step three. But if you're reading this and you don't feel like, hey, is someone going to read this and feel and, and, and feel like, oh, I don't know, like, there's just something missing and I don't know what it is, okay? That's what you need to put in this sales page. Like every single objection of why they won't buy and every single thing, every time you present a piece of proof, why they might they still be skeptical, okay? And then solving that and solving that. Um, and I think that's really key that we did in this sales page that, that he didn't do in the last one. All right, I hope this is all making sense. I'm having a great time recording this. The last thing I want to do was give you a bonus one. So I've given you three. I like doing threes. It's nice rhythm to it. Um, but this is the thing that made that made uh, my client 111k in the first two to 48 hours. And this is especially helpful if you're selling a course with a deluxe upgrade. Okay, in this situation. But if it's not, you know, and you just want to listen, like, just listen to this. It's a cool lesson, all right? So stick with me. Okay, so I asked the dude, okay, so you sold this many courses last time. How many did you sell for the upgrade, the deluxe upgrade? He's like, yeah, only six. I'm like, okay, how many could you do? Because it's a group coaching program. He's like, well, I could do, I could do 10. That's the max I could do. Okay, great. So we can justify that as 10 because. You want to keep it intimate. It's one-on-one time. Everyone gets a bit of one-on-one time. It's personalized help. Is that right? Yeah, that sounds right. Okay, cool. So we're putting a cap on 10 people and we're explaining the exact reason why we're putting it on cap of 10 is because of that. Everyone gets personalized attention and we don't want to keep it... We don't want to make it too big. We want to make an intimate experience. Does that sound right? Yeah, man, it does. Okay, cool. So I made a big song of dance how... If you want to take things further and you want to get this course, you want to get support, accountability, hand-holding, personalized attention from the dude himself, you can do that. But, however, there's only 10 spots available. And this is going to go fast, okay? So look at the results of all the other people who were in the high-level program last time. Bang, bang, bang. Oh, baby, that thing just sold out like crap. Like, he was gone instantly instantly and he's just like well that was that well that was quick i know right so the lesson that is find a believable number that if you have say like a premium service a deluxe high ticket program if you in some way can limit it and explain why it's hitting at that uh you know that that cap that's, that's going to be real urgency. People can buy into, people can believe. And it's actually a benefit as well. It's like, it's not just like a negative. It's like, 
you know, intimate, personalized attention. You get access directly to me, support, like all these benefits, okay? That's why it's so desirable. That's why people want it. It's not because like, oh shit, because someone else is going to get it. Well, that might be too. It's, uh, it's um, people aren't getting it because it's not like they're, they're manipulated into buying it. It's like you're channeling desire. Like that, that's what they want. There's, a, there's 20% of people typically who want the deluxe. So sell it a bit, okay? So just to recap on what we've done today, hope you enjoy my my little notes here. Okay, number one is uh, especially if they are an aware market. Okay, if you if if they know I can trust you pretty well, and they click the link on the email, do not bury the buy now button. Put it at the top. Number two is to lead with a promise and the guarantee. If they're in that aware market, a market. Okay, that's really key. Number three is to strategically bring up objections along the sales page. So I did it in the writing, but I also did it in the subheads and then strategically solve it with proof, okay? So you bring up a concern, then you solve it with a testimonial. Pretty cool, right? And make sure the testimonial is specific to that thing. <laughs> it can't just be like... Like it, it could be like a money testimonial, like saves money testimonial, but then you can't bring up something like it gave me clarity. Does that make sense? All right. And then the last one is, uh, like I mentioned before, if you've got a premium program or you've got like a deluxe high ticket program, find the believable cap and explain the benefits of why you've capped it at that and then use that as urgency and explain why there's only 10 spots. Sound cool? All right. Well, that's it from Storytelling Secrets today. Oh, 17 minutes. That was a bit of a longer one than usual. But I hope you got a lot of value out of that. Even if you weren't, you don't have any desire to launch, you don't have any desire to write a sales page. I think just a lot of the principles that I mentioned there today are just going to help in your overall marketing. And um, if you're like me, you just like geeking out on marketing stuff, maybe going to walk and you just like to have this on the background. I'm glad I could be of service today to you. And if I was of service to you today, I absolutely would love it, would appreciate it. At the bottom of my heart, you listen to Storytelling Secrets for a while and you haven't left a review, I'd really like if you leave a review for me. So just head over to iTunes. It's a bit cumbersome, I won't lie. If you have an iPhone, it is super simple. You go to you go to the, the podcast app, you type in Storytelling Secrets, you tap five stars, you're a real legend, you click write a review and you say, Jules Dan, best guy in the world, tap submit. If you're, on I- if you're on Android, it's a pain in the ass. I won't lie. You got to open up iTunes and then you got to search it. It's just like, it's not easy. But if you do go to the effort and you do post it out, do post it. If you do post it on the, um, your feedback, leave a review. You know, I'm going to read out your review. You get free PR. I'm in this for the long run. You know, this it's going to be going for years and years and um, your business is going to be called out on top of the, at the start of the podcast. So, you know, two minutes of your time for an eternity of free PR. I know, it's a pretty good deal. But that's it from me, Jules Dan. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'll see you around for Thursday's interview show. Bye for now.